Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the Fabric Podcast, we're joined by Ethan Butte, Chief Evangelist for BombBomb, a company whose software allows you to create videos in order to be more personal and human in your communication. Ethan talks with us about why you want to communicate in a way that is differentiated from others, cuts through the noise, and is authentic. Don't worry, he shares tips for how to be authentic in video, especially when you're in a sales or marketing role. He also shares the many ways that BombBomb as a company is staying connected with team members during the pandemic. Ethan, we are so excited to have you on the Fabric Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. It's uh, the conversation we're going to have. I've had some form of it often, and I love the conversation and I'm looking forward to having it with you. Good. Before we get into the conversation, tell us a little bit about BombBomb. Yeah. So we're a software company. We're based in Colorado Springs, Colorado. We've got just shy of 60,000 customers spread all over the world, and they work in a variety of roles in businesses but the one thing they all have in common is that they want to be a little bit more personal and a little bit more human every day in their communication. So we give them a tool set to easily record and send video messages. You can send them an email or text messages, LinkedIn messages, Facebook messages from CRMs. We have dozens of CRM and platform integrations uh, in order to do a little bit more talking and a little bit less typing to look people in the eye through the camera lens and speak your message instead of always typing it out. And so what they find is that they're able to communicate more clearly and generally they get better results because people feel more connected to them. Love that. We're going to dig into that a little bit more, but before we do, I want you to share with our listeners about your role because before we started, I asked about your title and it was one that I had not heard before. So tell us your title and tell us what that means at BombBomb. Sure. I'm the chief evangelist at BombBomb and uh, evangelism is as it's popularly known. It's essentially spreading the good news. And in this case, the good news is Good news, you don't have to rely on faceless digital communication every day. Good news, you can send messages in all the channels that we use every day that can build trust and rapport, that can represent you as who you are, and can have people feel more connected to you psychologically for having been exposed to you in a video message. Good news, videos don't have to be polished and scripted and edited and you don't need special people or special equipment or budgets or timelines to do them. You can just hit record and talk to people and capitalize on that opportunity every day. And so to boil that down most simply, it's dedicating myself and the way that I spend my time and interact within the organization and outside the organization to talking more about the problem that we help people solve rather than talking about the product itself. So I tend not to talk a lot about BombBomb but I do talk a lot about how to restore a human touch to the sales process, to restore a human touch to the post-sale experience, to restore a human touch, to increase employee engagement and a variety of other things. So it's this problem over product piece that is really, really fun for me. It's a privilege for me to do it. And it's important because if your company is innovating, if you're listening to this podcast and your company is doing legit innovation, you're either solving a problem that didn't have a solution before or you're solving a known problem, but in a new, better way, then someone needs to be doing some form of, you don't need to give them a proper title uh, for it, but someone needs to be doing this form of evangelism. And just for reference, 
Amazon, Microsoft, a bunch of tech companies have uh, have a bunch of evangelists in various capacities. This is um, it's not common, but it is out there. I I didn't just make this up for myself and have a cute title. No, I'm I'm sure you didn't, but it's the first time I heard it. Maybe for some of our listeners, it's the first time. For others, they're like, oh yeah, I get that. I know what that is. So yeah. as you are focused more on the problem, you know, traditionally companies communicate mm, through text, through emails and messaging, and not that that's a problem, but there are some limitations. So talk to us a little bit about those limitations and what prompted the founding of BombBomb to solve that. Sure. So um, I'll take that in two parts, exactly as you set up. The, the couple of the problems related to our text-based messages. One, they don't break through the noise. Two, we're often misunderstood or misread, which is based on three, the idea that when you get intellectual in your head about what the message is supposed to be and you type it out and you send it to somebody else, A, you overestimate your ability to do it. B, the recipient's brain does not automatically assign it to a human sender, so it's slightly dehumanizing. And then you're giving away control of how your message is read. So if I sent you a message, typed it up and sent it to you by email or Slack or LinkedIn messaging or whatever, if you just found out that you got a promotion and a raise because you just crushed your numbers in, in second quarter, third quarter, whatever, um, you're going to read my message differently than if you found out that a longtime friend has suffered some kind of a malady, whatever that might be. And so I offer that to say the emotion, the tone, the nuance, it's kind of the subtle human pieces of your message are completely stripped away and you give control away over those pieces. And so um, I'll speak to another kind of bigger problem, which of course is that it's faceless. Uh, your email looks exactly the same as mine. So if I typed out a message, the exact same message as you and sent it to somebody, our messages would look exactly the same except for our email signature. Whereas you and I could see the exact same words in a video and it would feel completely different. And so that's to say that you are your own best differentiator in your role. And so the founding of BombBomb, to answer that piece, uh, one of our two co-founders, Connor McCluskey, was selling outdoor advertising for Lamar pretty big billboard company, at least regionally. They dominate the Pikes Peak region where I live. And um, he knew that when people were buying billboards from him, they weren't just buying ad space on a square foot basis at a particular cost per. They were buying him, his energy, his strategy, the relationship play. And anyone who has actively sold something, whether they're a solopreneur or they're a salesperson in a gigantic organization, You know that who you are and the relationships that you build with other people, that trust, that confidence is a key part of why people say yes. And in fact, the relationship can trigger um, what I like to call irrational buying forces where you set aside some of the factors like price or features. You may be a couple features shy, but my gosh, I feel like I'm in good hands. And I know that if anything goes sideways, you're going to take care of me and make me look good for making this five or six figure investment on behalf of my company, right? And so. Uh, It was founded because he wanted to scale himself. He wanted to create this in-person experience more often for contract renewals, uh, rotation updates, holidays and special occasions, birthdays, all these little opportunities we have to get in front of our customers to maintain that relationship. Uh, And he thought video would be a great way to do it. So that was back in 06. It didn't really exist. It was, if you wanted to do that, it was long, cumbersome, multi-step, awkward. and so. Uh, we set out to make it super, super easy for anyone to do. 
Yeah. And we'll get into some of the the how-tos and your tips in a little bit, but I want to go back to something you said about when we communicate via text-based messaging, it's it's faceless. It's you, you can't really understand often what someone is saying. There's lots of room for miscommunication. I think we've all had uh, that happen on both ends, right? Where we've misunderstood something we've read. We have had someone misunderstand something we've read, both in the personal space and the professional space. So this idea of avoiding that and getting clear and direct communication, I think is so appealing to so many of us. So can you share a little bit more about not just why clear communication is important. I think we know that, but especially right now with kind of what we're going on in the world, this ability to have that personal touch on things, why is video so important right now? Uh, I, it goes to something that's always been important, which is deep down, everyone wants to feel seen and heard and appreciated. That's it. Like that is the deepest human need. Once we move past the basic survival stuff, I need food, I need water. I need shelter. You know, if you're listening to a podcast like this, I'm going to assume that you are among the privileged here on earth with me where those concerns are long gone. And I'm worrying about things like the most fundamental human need, which is I need to be seen and appreciated for the individual that I am. And so in this time where there's so much uncertainty in the economy, in the political scene, with health and the pandemic and all these other kind of, there's just so much moving we're not quite sure how it's all going to land. Um, I think all of us feels a little bit more steady or secure maybe than we did in second quarter 2020 when it was a lot more of this was still shifting yeah. more dramatically, but there's still a lot at play. And so this idea that I can feel like I matter, that this that that the work I'm doing matters, that people see me, that uh, I am in good hands, that I am not alone all of these different elements, you know, it sounds like a lot. It sounds heavy for a 37 second webcam video that you record and send to someone. But I can't tell you how many times I have heard, because I've sent about 10 or 11,000 of these videos myself, but that I've experienced myself or heard from customers, you totally made my day. I loved your email. Like no one says, I love your email. Yeah. Except if it has a video in it where I look you in the eye and speak specifically to you and you know, hey, I just saw the good news. I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you and I'm excited about you. Or, hey, I just saw the bad news. I want to let you know that I'm thinking about you. And if you need anything, let me know. Uh, hey, I wanted to answer that question that you asked me. So I'm going to go to my screen share here and kind of show you around and do a little show and tell to explain the answer. Like this, this level of personal touch is just absolutely breaks through uh, so much of what is exhausting about you know, the reason we say email is dead is that we're just exhausted of, you know, messages that aren't for us, automated messages, kind of spammy messages, messages that are self-serving. And so it's a neat, like the, if you can break through even to a segment of people, not just a truly one-to-one message, when you can reach out in a way that feels different and allows me to feel something, it's just, it's a joy and it's very effective for business too. Absolutely. And I know you're not here to sell people on this, but I think you really are. I think you're, if people have not converted yet to this idea of doing something different, you really are making it sound not only appealing, but it's, it's doable, but it can also be nerve wracking for people to put themselves out there and to get in front of the camera. So what are some tips maybe that you can share for creating videos that are engaging and where communication is clear? And so that you're not having to do 37 takes and all of a sudden this is a big time consuming thing for people. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that you asked it and that you asked it that way because you're exactly right. Someone is listening to this and saying, oh yeah, this, gosh, I never thought about that. That sounds, that sounds really nice. And then she or he is going to sit down at their laptop and whether it's with BombBomb or some other tool or whether they're going to do one of these like long cumbersome DIY processes, they're going to try it out and they're going to look and they're just like, I can't do this. This isn't for me. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I look silly. I said, um, you know, all these things. And, and I just want to validate all of that. It's perfectly normal. That is a normal part of the experience. This idea that you're going to give away some control over, over the message. Normally, when we're posting to Instagram or we're posting to LinkedIn or we're typing up an email, we can finesse the heck out of every detail of it. We can correct it. We can move things around. We can copy paste it. This idea that you're just going to be live and be real and be honest and be helpful or be curious or be corrective or scolding, you know, in the case that you need to maybe provide some corrective feedback to an employee, but typing it up isn't going to get it done as well because it's going to be missing. Uh, kind of the nuance of the way you want to express yourself. And so you just have to be natural and be real. That's very uncomfortable for people. It's, there's a vulnerable feeling there. Again, deep down, we fear judgment and rejection more than we fear anything else. Again, this is the flip side of this. I want to be seen and heard for the unique individual human being that I am is I fear being judged and rejected. And that's based in the ancient brain. If, if you got judged and rejected a thousand years ago, you would die in the desert or in the forest or along the ocean or wherever your people lived at the time. Like you needed each other. And so this, this fear and rejection is, um, it's real. It, obviously it hurts us. But the thing is, it's all in your head because if you send five or 10 simple personal videos, now I'm getting pl- practical. If you like this idea and you choose a, every service basically as a free trial or a free product, if you light up one of these free trials and you reach out to five or 10 people and say, hey, I've just been thinking about you. It's been X amount of time since I've seen you. Um, I noticed that Y on my Facebook feed or LinkedIn feed, just like a lightweight person, I just wanted to say hi. Hope you have an awesome rest of your Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day you do it. I promise you're going to get, if you send five or 10 of those, you're going to get at least two or three replies that let you know this is absolutely different. I don't have to be in my own head. People will be happy to see me and they won't notice that my collar is turned funnier, that I have one hair out of place. Like you're going to judge all 82 seconds of that video frame by frame. Other people aren't doing that. They're so excited to see you and hear you. And so, uh, and then you can move this into a business context once you're comfortable. Absolutely. So yeah, let's dig into that level, the business context. When people are using video, how can they be authentic, especially when it comes to sales and marketing? Because I know a lot of our listeners are kind of in that realm. So let's talk about some authenticity. Yeah. You I mean, you need to actually mean it. I think if you're in a sales or marketing role and you don't believe in what you're offering and what you're representing, I don't care if you're not customer facing at all. You're a marketer and you don't have any customer contact. You only read uh, survey feedback and anecdotal feedback. Other people do the customer interviews, whatever. If you don't believe in what you're doing, you're either slowly dying inside uh, or, or you're just not going to be doing a very good job. And so I'm going to assume again, that if you're on a show like this, listening to it, you're investing in yourself, you're looking to learn and grow that you probably have some confidence in what you're doing. And so if you are sincere about the value you provide the opportunity that you represent, the values of the company that you represent, 
if you're sincere about wanting to be of help to people facing a particular problem or help people take on a particular opportunity as a salesperson or a marketer, that sincerity should not be hidden behind a keyboard. That is like people can relate to it. People can feel it. And so if you and your team members are excited about what you're doing, and I don't mean like hyped up and rah-rah every single day and you listen to your pump-up jam in your headphones and like just get ready to rock the day, although that's helpful too. Some personalities need that. I mean, if you are excited about helping 10 more people today than you helped yesterday, then there is not a better thing you could do than to get on video at various touch points throughout your day because that is a difference that people can feel and that is a difference that separates you from competitors. Absolutely. I can also see where when people start to get good at this and efficient, it's actually going to save you time from typing out the email and let me, oh, I didn't say that quite right. Let me do this. Even though we have these canned responses and things, sometimes you can't use those. So I think this can be a great time saver. Now, one point we wanted to make is that your videos, you don't just send them, but they're trackable. So what does this mean? How are your customers using this, especially to improve the sales and marketing efforts? And I would imagine this also helps refine their use of video because you can track and see some data. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, you can, if you're, if you have BombBomb hooked up to Salesforce, for example, you can feed all that data back into the CRM. We have a number of CRM and platform integrations, as I mentioned. And so this ability to know, you know, if you do what I call an evergreen video, you record the video once and it's for everyone who fits these criteria, but doesn't meet that criteria. And they're at this particular stage, you can audit just like you're triggering and a typed up email now, um, or a graphical email. Now you can make that a video email and have that trigger. Now, you know, you could AB test and say, is it more effective if I put a human in front of this thing for 47 seconds to explain the opportunity and to encourage the next step versus the, the little infographic in a two paragraphs of text, right? So you can do those kinds of things and see the difference on a more personal level, especially if you're doing something that's more ABM oriented and it's more individually based and personally based. This idea that you know that Tim opened the email 18 times and played the video seven times uh, lets you know, A, that Tim is not in love with your video message. He just liked it enough to forward it to other people that you may or may not know about as other decision makers or influencers in the process, right? And so this ability to know that you got past the gatekeeper or that the champion has opted to forward it on, or even if he opened it once and played it once, oh gosh, oh yeah, Tim, I need to follow up with him. And so you're going to follow up and know that he has already consumed whatever that message was. And so you can play that one of two ways. You can be coy and say, hey, I you know, sent you that information that you asked about the other day, wondering if you had a chance to take a look at it. So you're asking an easy yes or no question that's easy to reply to, but you're not just going to get yes. You're going to get yes and or yes, but, and yes, I was wondering, you know, one of these variations that provokes the conversation. So whether you want to follow up with one person or a segment of people, or you want to A-B test and know which video message or the video versus text alone, you can kind of side by side. There's so many applications for knowing who's watching your videos and when uh, and for how long. I love that. Well, as we kind of wind down our time with you today, here on the show, we talk a lot about company culture. And so I'm wondering, what is BombBomb doing as a company to maintain communication and connection, since that's what your product does, with their own team members during the pandemic? Yeah, it's obviously a challenge. We thrive on in-person. We have a number, like we do all hands lunch every Friday. 
when we're in the office. I don't know when that's going to happen again. <laughs> I know. But, you know, you know, we do. It's it, it's so fun because we've got about 150 employees. And so on any given Friday, you know, ba- based on appointments and things, we'll get 120 or 130 people in the room and no one sits at assigned seats. Sometimes people cluster in teams, but not really. So it's this cross-functional, everyone just sitting with everyone. You hang out for 15, 20, 30 minutes, eating lunch and chatting. And then we do 30 to 40 minutes of programming. And so it's been you know, where, where different people come up and share information, we'll preview new product releases, we'll talk about products or launches, or, you know, we'll highlight some salespeople who crush the week or the month or the quarter. And, you know, just a lot of that. So it's been hard to translate that. We are doing a lot of it via Zoom. Of course, it does, just doesn't come through the same way, but yeah. it helps. We've done some, um, obviously, in this window, we've had a number of different kind of social issues rise up. And so we've done very, very candid and honest interviews um, or or panels, you know, that have been very, very well received in place of doing them in person um, on a Friday afternoon. We've had a handful of people step up and do kind of like lunch and learns as kind of a constructive way to all get together. We've always done a mentorship program, but I think it feels different and even better now, um, even though we're doing them on Zoom. Uh, we've always done kind of a donut buddies program that's moved online, which is just basically a It's kind of like speed dating, except you kind of speed date the same person for a month at a time. And you just, you know, once a week you sit down and hang out for 30 or 60 minutes and get to know some other employee, just kind of, I want to do it. I want to do it. You get 80 people and we just randomly pair people up. So we've, we've tried to keep some of that stuff. Our, and the last thing I'll share specific to our, our own product is that uh, one of our two co-founders, our president, Darren Dawson, started this actually in fourth quarter before anyone imagined that we'd be where we are today, sending a weekly video update to the entire company. And here it's, you know, it could be as short as three or four minutes, but it could be as long as 20 minutes. And he's doing a combination of pats on the back, uh, looks ahead to what's going on, business updates for people, and a variety of different things in order to kind of keep everyone on the same page so that that back channel stuff is much more informed and less in, I guess, more accurate. I was going to say less inaccurate, double negative, but <laughs> you know, it's just so many benefits to it. And it allows people to, again, just to, to just softly feel connected to one of the company co-founders. He's spending 10 to 15 minutes with you whenever it's most convenient for you. That's another element we didn't talk about. You raised up time saving, but this asynchronicity where I can record this when it's convenient for me and you can open it up and experience me in person whenever it's convenient for you. And so you can do that across teams of people. Yeah, so many great ideas. I think you have given so much to our listeners today. So what are any final thoughts for listeners when it comes to using video to maintain that communication and connection? Yeah, I mean, again, don't overthink it. It doesn't have to be fancy. And I would challenge you short of doing it, you're gonna click send. I don't care what time of day you're, cl- you're, you're listening to this. You're gonna click send at least once more today. And you may have done it dozens of times. You're going to do it dozens of times. And machines are going to be shooting messages out on your behalf. Every one of those is a chance to be a little bit more personal and a little bit more human. So I encourage you to think about that the next time you click send and think, would it be better if I said this message in person? And a lot of the time, the answer is going to be yes. I love that. That's great. Well, Ethan, thank you so much for your time today. We've loved having you on the show. Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed the thoughtful questions and uh, I enjoyed being here. Thank you. Thank you again to Ethan Butte from BombBomb. On behalf of the team here at The Receptionist, thanks for listening to The Fabric Podcast. If you'd like to know more about what we do, go to thereceptionist.com where you can watch webinars, read blogs, and even sign up for a 14-day free trial, no credit card required. 
See you on the next episode.